Give me the green light. Give me just one night. I'm ready to go right now. I'm ready to go right now. I'm ready to go. Welcome, everybody, to episode 104 of the Greenlight Podcast, POC E-Phrase. It is tournament edition. Uh, we had Ryan Hammer on from FanDuel yesterday. Today, we're going to give you our picks. Um, some will have some stats behind it. Some will have, uh, you know, some emotions behind it, um, some brain picks, some heart picks. Um, we'll see. Welcome, you know? welcome everybody that, that, that sleeps on college basketball until a tournament and then tunes in for the pod. Was this year four, maybe? Or it's got you year four, year five that five. we've done. It's so obviously 2020, we didn't have a tournament. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Last year, we had the same pick of Gonzaga. This year, we have some variety. Yep. I think we've got some facts. We've got some interesting tidbits. Um, so, I let's, mean. Let's start with the fact that last year, last year, I vowed never to pick Gonzaga. Um, you, you stayed with, you stayed true. I, I know. I stayed, just, tr- I stayed true this year. Um but first was that just out of frustration or frustration, frustration, pure frustration. Um, because I've been burned so many times. I got burned when they lost to Carolina in 17. Um, I got burned last year and I would rather just be wrong. Like, let me pick someone else and Gonzaga win than pick Gonzaga again. And they lose. Um, random question. While you said that about Carolina, have you ever picked Carolina in your bracket ever? Never. Now, whoa, hang on. When they're like a number, when they're good, for sure. I'm never going to pick them to win. I'm saying like, like the either 17 or 18 or 16, like any, like with Marcus Uh, Cade, you never like, I definitely, I definitely had him going to the final four and losing or the elite eight and losing. I'm not going to just pick them to lose. I think I've definitely picked them to get to the championship and lose and like the heartbreak. Yeah. Um, It's, I mean, that's, that's, there's principalities in this shit and I'm not picking. It has to be. I'm you know trying, I mean? I'm trying, I don't know if I've ever picked. I definitely didn't pick 15 Duke. I'm pretty sure I picked 2010 Duke though. Cause I remember I was coming, mm-hmm. I was at the ACC tournament, watched them just roll through everybody. Really Georgia tech with Derek favors, the only team that gave them any bit of t- trouble in that entire ACC tournament. I'm like, this team is complete. I mean, Shire, See, I think I'm the opposite. No, I think really? I probably picked 15 and not 10, although 10, that team was interesting. Great. Um, let's, all right, let's go back to Gonzaga. Um, if they do win it, they will be the first overall number one seed to win the tournament since Kentucky in 2012. So that is something to consider if you are picking Gonzaga, it does not happen nearly as often as you would think. And where was that 2012 final four? Oh God, that's a great question. We were there in Louisiana. Ah, yeah. Where is this year's final four? 10 years later. New Orleans, Louisiana. We'll bring that back up later. There's a there's a few different um, things I, I kind of want to bring up, and yeah. the, that's interesting how we uh, how, how we get to this point again. But um, I mean, yeah, it, it it would be it's kind of crazy that the number one overall hasn't won since then. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, last year Gonzaga is that maybe the best overall number one to not win? If or off the top of your head, not. Nah, I mean, now we need to go back and see who the overall number one. There were some are. Kansas teams. Probably that not got some overall ones. Yeah. Um, 
I'm just trying to think off the top of my head. Yeah, there. I guess Villanova was never an over a a a, a, a number one, or the the overall number one. Um, but I, I think last year, last year was the most I've ever seen. I think the collective society pick a single team to win, and yeah. I think it was Gonzaga. I think, and I don't know what those actual statistics were. This year, I think we have some variety. I, I do think there's still going to be heavy Gonzaga. I think there's going to be um, probably maybe some heavy Arizona and Kentucky, um, but definitely more variety in the last year. If you picked Baylor last year, kudos to you. Yeah. Kudos to you. Yeah. Kudos to you. Um, all right. Let's start in the West. Actually, do we want to do the first four? We probably should. We can talk about it. Yeah. Um, I think we just rattle off our picks. Um, we, we I'll, talked about the, we talked about this a little bit. Yes. If you haven't listened to episode one Oh three, yeah. um, we talk about this a little bit and also the travel design behind it. But, um, first game, to, uh, first two games tonight, Texas Southern and Texas A&M Corpus Christi and Wyoming and Indiana. I have A&M because I flipped a coin and I have Wyoming beating IU. Um, cause I'm just not that high on IU. Really? Um, what, what, what concerns you with? with I Indiana? like, tra- I like Jackson Davis. Um, and I, I'm going to go against my own logic here. Probably later I will use this logic, but like a 20 win big 10 team is tough to bet against. Um, but I'm going Wyoming. And again, so, this says there's no like statistical reason. Like these games, most of the time, if you enter your bracket, these games don't even count. Like people don't count them. No, Sometimes. you don't. It, it get, because uh, most of the online, it just takes yeah. whoever, whatever um, that way. Now I'm going to go with, I, I really don't know if the 16 actually matters. I'm going to go with um, Texas Southern uh, just because I, Be I think that, yeah. I, and, and I'm looking just briefly over, um, o- over some of the analytics. Texas Southern's defense is actually pretty solid. I mean, they are 17th and three point shooting defense, 23rd and two point shooting defense um, block percentage is 27th in the country. So I like that, especially uh, with the nerves of coming in and in, in the UD arena tonight and with the nation watching for the first time of either of those team seasons. Um, <laughs> I like, I think defense travels. So I, I'm yeah. going to go Texas Southern, but then I like Indiana. I, and I like, I, I just want to give props to, um, to Mike Woodson because I think yeah. initially, I mean, we talk about this all the time. It's very rare that an NBA hire works in college basketball. Very, very rare. And obviously one season is not going to write the entire book on him, but to be, he, he's, he's done so far more than Archie Miller did in his tenure at Indiana. And that's not, and that's, that's not, not hard. I mean, but he's already, he's taken him to the tournament in year yep. one. Now has it been pretty the entire way? No. Did they obviously have to beat Michigan, have to beat Illinois in the big 10 tournament? Yeah, I mean, the only thing that worries me, obviously, before that, they've lost not bad games, but they had a stretch where they lost five in a row. Yeah, and then they lost to Rutgers at home, and they lost at Purdue to end the season. Um, but I mean, man, they I, I like I like them because they guard, and they have a really they have a solid defense, seventh best two point sh- uh, two point percent defense. Um, they're not a good free throw shooting team. That's the one thing that scares me. Um, but, and then they are playing very close to home, like Dayton and Indiana, very, very close. And then I just think talent, like I, I know Wyoming's guy, Hunter Maldonado is a stud and I've actually watched him a, a little bit trying before when I started hearing and Hey, Wyoming's going to be a team I've watched them for a while. I mean, they started 15 and two Maldonado's legit. 
But Trace Jackson Davis is like legitimate, solid All-American. I know the All-American teams came out today. I don't know if he was what team he was. Um, But, I mean, he's he's really, 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 really good. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. All right. I mean, maybe I switch my picks. You know, I still no, I, I'm not. This is this and is again, not I the, know the, the, the convince I, each other's, but it, it will be interesting to see. I know n- truly little to nothing about Wyoming. Um, all right, Bryant Wright State. I will tell you why I'm picking Bryant. That's because of Peter Kiss. Um, if yep. this dude was not, if this it dude, sucks, they're a 16 man. I wish, I wish they were a 15 and they could like, yeah, didn't have to, didn't have to to play Arizona if they win. Yeah, he um, – yeah, I mean, they're not going to win. Well, you know, maybe they beat Wright State. Obviously, then, you know, they lose. But, um, man, he he would he would make some – he would piss some people off uh, if, if they made a run at all because he is – he's feisty, man. He's a character. Um, but I'm going Bryant just because of him. He can score – I mean, he's a top – 15 score in the country. I think he's, oh, I think he's the leading 20... score in the country. Yeah, there you go. I, yeah. I knew he was, I knew he was top five, 10, I, 15. I, I just want to run through quickly since fe- they had two games where he didn't play. I, I don't know if it was COVID or injury feb- in the beginning of February, but basically from February on is how many points a game this dude has scored 37, 30, 36, 30, 35, 23, 24, 16, and then 34 in the championship game against Wagner. Like yeah. that's a bucket. And, it's a bucket. and, 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 and shout out to Bryant. I mean, it's, it's been a long time coming, long time coming. Shout out Jerry Grasso and what they've done. Yep. Um, right, right state. Um, the only thing I did want to note on this is how far the horizon league has fallen over the years that the right, that the, that the horizon league champion is a 16 seed now. Like, and I know uh, that's happened a lot recently, but like horizon league produced original final four Butler horizon league has had some like good teams, um, the fact that they're down there with the NEC and the SWAC and the MIAC and stuff like that, it's, it's tough to see. Um, but it is, uh, the one thing I didn't know if you realize this, Paul, I didn't want to talk on this because I think a lot of people keep saying, Hey, um, it should be for like 12 seeds and 11. It should be all the bubble teams playing the playing games, not the 16s. Do you know why they do that? I just realized, learned no. this recently. Hey, the me. whole reason why they keep the 16 seed play-ins is because even though it's a play-in game, so every team gets a win. Sh- so every game you win, you get a share essentially of that pot of money that comes in NCAA for that tournament. And so even though the play-in round, I guess, isn't tech, I guess it is, it's treated kind of like its own round. The reason why they keep that is to basically, if say Bryant wins, they not only get their share from being in the tournament, they get an extra share to mm-hmm. the conference as to, for, for winning a game. So it's to help these smaller conferences by giving them an opportunity to win a game. Whereas like the any season, most likely not going to win a game. If you put them up against one seeds every single year, like yeah. it's not. So it yeah, you might as well give them the, a chance to get one it more. It gives the like conference that. an opportunity to get another chunk, get a piece of the pie, which it's not the most exciting. Like, yeah. I think ideally I'd rather have two. like, I'd, I'd rather have like Dayton and, and wake forest playing tonight. Um, as a second play in game, but it's good for the good for the little guys. Yep. Um, all right, let's talk. Last one, Rutgers Notre Dame. I have Rutgers. Um, I love Rutgers. Cheers to you know Ron Harper Jr. Um, they had a really really good end to the end to the regular season, I should say. Um, but I you know this was a t- this was tough. I mean Notre Dame's good. Dane Goodwin is good. Um, they got solid guys, man. 
and I, they've, yeah. they, Notre Dame's weird because they've beaten really good teams and then like lost to Boston College, and it's like, huh? Um, but Rutgers is in the <laughs> same kind of boat, so this this one's gonna be tough. But I, I got Rutgers. It's crazy. So Rutgers has some. We talked about this a couple weeks ago, but some of the best wins, like marquee wins that higher seeds would like to have. I mean, they've beaten. I'm looking at just the tournament teams they've beaten. They've beaten Indiana, Illinois, Wisconsin, Ohio State, Michigan State, Iowa, uh, Michigan, uh, Purdue. Like those are you, you just basically got all the Big Ten teams that are in the tournament. And so they they can beat anybody early in the season, lost to DePaul. They lost to Lafayette. They lost to UMass. Um, they're, they're only, I say bad loss recently. They had a stretch in January. They lost to Minnesota and Maryland. Um, and then they lost their first game in the tournament, but they can hang with anybody. And I, we, I mean, it feels like geo Baker is the, the guy that no one's talking about. That's been there forever for you and me, maybe they've watched a little more Rutgers. It feels like he's been there for an eternity, but I'm confident that like late game situation, you need a bucket. You can go to Geo Baker. You can go to Ron Harper. And like I said, I, I like Notre Dame too. I think this is the best Notre Dame team that Bray's had in a while. Like I, I like Prentice Hub. I like Cormac Ryan. But I, I, I think just the grit and the toughness, there's something special about Rutgers. And then obviously, um, Pykel is that dude. Pykel is that dude. Um, all right, let's go through the West. Let's start with Gonzaga. Um, I mean, we both have them winning their first game. So Move them just, on. Let's just skip to uh, Boise and Memphis. Uh, I went Boise State because we have talked at length um, about, I mean, now this is months ago. Memphis had just a horrific start to like middle, early middle of the season. Um, they were they were really, really bad quickly. And, and, and if people remember this, everyone was like, they're not making the tournament at all. So kudos right it's amazing what can happen in two three months um penny turns it around it's amazing what happens when you take away a consensus lottery pick out of the team and then they well, take off like amani bates has stopped playing and they're a different team yeah it's nuts it's yep. absolutely and, wild and if you remember that press conference right it, it was it was kind of the opposite like he was he was yelling not I, let me back up he was subtly blaming the older guys on the team saying, Hey, you know, they're not being welcoming. They're not being good teammates and all that. So for the, the fact that Bates isn't playing is interesting for sure. Yeah. Um, but I got Boise, man. I, you know, I'm just, I'm just not super confident in Memphis. They've had such an up and down year. Um, and to me, this one almost doesn't matter because whoever wins is losing. I agree. The, Two things that stood out to me when looking into this. Both teams are really bad free throw shooting teams. The only thing that scares me about Boise, they're 346 in free throw percentage. They shoot 65% as a team. Only thing is Memphis is not much better at 69%. Um, the one thing that, that – or I guess the two things that stood out to me, turnover percentage, Memphis glaring weakness. They turn the ball over a lot. 22.9% uh, of the time they're turning the ball over. That's going to be 352nd in the country. Uh, Boise State has the 16th best defense. If you're going to turn the ball over, um, it's going to be really, really tough um, against a good defense to be able to fight back into it. And the other thing where Memphis does, and obviously Jalen Duran is going to be easy lottery pick, one of the best players in the country, and one of the biggest talents. They get a lot of points from offensive rebounds. They're fifth in the country in offensive rebounding percentage. Boise State is fifth in the country in 
defensive offensive rebounding percentage. So they don't let up a lot. And I think um, Memphis, I don't want to say that Memphis is going to look ahead, but I, I do, I worry about an inexperienced team like that saying, all right, like we can beat Gonzaga. And if they did beat Boise, they have dudes, they have talented guys that could potentially give them trouble. Like Landers Nolly has been, he was good at Virginia Tech. He's been good at Memphis. Jalen Duran is an absolute stud. Kinones, Lomax, they've been there a while. Um, but it, it will be – I just think that um, the, 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 the crashing the glass, the making sure boxing out Boise State has done, um, I mean, they're, they're, they're 26th in Ken Palm as a team. They had a stretch. I mean, they started 17-4. and four. They're 27-7. and seven. They just beat San Diego State and Wyoming in the Mountain West tournament. Mm. Both of those teams are in. I like it. I, I, I don't know. I, it's there's eight nines. That's I feel it like right there. Just say, first, that, say that. But, just say the last part. I mean, Wyoming, beat. their last two games, they beat Wyoming and they beat San Diego State to win the tournament. Um, so there you go. And, and they beat them up. They beat San Diego State earlier in the season, too. Um, yeah. They lost. They lost at Wyoming, but they also beat Wyoming. So they've got two wins over San Diego. They actually have three wins over San Diego State, um, That's which is pretty- wild. That's really one of those. Me. One of those was a four, a barn burner, forty-two thirty-seven win at San Diego State on January twenty-second. Uh, this is making me rethink. And people complain team. about Virginia basketball. This is making me rethink my entire Midwest bracket, which we'll get back to. Um, all right, so we both got Boise. Let's go to UConn, New Mexico State. Um, I've had UConn the whole time. I don't think I'm going to switch. I will say New Mexico State, their best win of the year is Davidson, but it was the third game of the year. Uh, they beat Davidson. So, you know, they don't play in a great conference. Uh, they don't really have too many opportunities to beat really good teams. Um, they've lost to Chicago State, Stephen F. Austin, Utah Valley, Sam Houston State, Utah State. You know what I mean? Like, you look at those. Now, look, they're 26-6, and six, so they had a hell of a year. Um, but to me... I always lean. Now, this is my East Coast bias. This is just my my power conference bias. I always lean a middle of the road power five team versus someone like a team like New Mexico State. UConn's good, man. Cole's really good. Um, they play crazy defense. That's just what Hurley does. Um, yep. And again, we talked about this yesterday. Their Ken Palm this year looks eerily similar to how it did when they won two Natty Chips in the last. 12 years or so. So it's pretty wild. I like I RJ Cole. I mean, one of the big themes of this tournament is just dudes that have been around the body have been like RJ Cole started at Howard in 2018. I mean, and he played for um, Bob Hurley at St. Anthony's, which is awesome. Um, and, and it's really cool to see. And I think, I mean, this is a crazy scenario. I, I don't think this is ever, uh, obviously, this was even in, in, in the cards, but can you imagine if this UConn team, um, Still had uh, why I'm literally blanking on his name from last year. Uh, who we, we sound like a we sound like an educated podcast a podcast right now. Um, James Booknight. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. I feel like all, they almost yeah. last year they relied so much on Booknight that this year they've then found themselves more though as a team because they do. Yep. They're 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 a, a, not a different team, but they are they're they're much better in a lot of different areas. I mean, they finished. Who they they lost to Maryland last year as a they were a seven seed last year lost to Maryland. Not, I don't think I had that. I definitely no, didn't have that. I had UConn, but 
Um, looking at the numbers, I mean, they're a little bit better offensively. They're not, they're, they're about the same defensively. Um, and then they actually played a little bit of a quicker tempo. Uh, but I, I like my, I, I like UConn. I like Hurley. I think good coaching, not that New Mexico state has a, a bad coach in Chris Jans. What he's done there has been rocks absolutely completely steady. Um, he's been rock solid there. New Mexico state is not a good free throw shooting team. Um, and then UConn second in the country in, in offensive rebounding percentage. So that, that's, can they create no opportunity so no is a beast. Exactly. So I, I like UConn. Um, he actually averages more points than you would think. I think he's close to 14 per game. So he's solid. Yeah. All right. We both like UConn. Um, so we got yep. Gonzaga, Boise, UConn. Let's go to Arkansas, Vermont. Uh, I got Arkansas, man. Um, they had a stretch from January 12th to March 2nd. They lost one game and it was to Alabama by one point. So mm-hmm. they are very, very good. Um, they lost to Texas A&M, which was somewhat i would no not somewhat i mean it was surprising for them to lose uh in the sec tournament to that and jd note is one of the best guards in the country so that's a recipe like as i speak this these words i have uconn beating them and i don't want it anymore but uh yeah i got arkansas winning listen you can talk to me all you want about vermont like i hear i'm gonna talk to you i'm gonna talk i know you're gonna talk to me this is what i've come to a realization You have to find reasons why teams will win rather than find reasons why they'll lose. Because you can find every reason why they will lose. Like Duke has 400 reasons why they'll lose. But you just need to kind of like bring it back to, okay, but no one has Paolo, right? Like find the reason like no one can guard Note. No one on Vermont is going to be able to stay in front of Note, period. So it's like find why they'll win, not because finding why they lose is easy. So sell me on Vermont. So this is it, it not as it kills me to do this. I think it, it's it's hard for me to pick Vermont here, just because I do think Arkansas has the talent and has the capability of making an elite eight or honestly, if they weren't in Gonzaga's region, probably a Final Four run. What does it for me with Vermont? And what I like so much when I look at the metrics and not that any of us are sitting here watching Vermont tape in the America East every single week. What I love about this matchup, Vermont is a great three point shooting team. Arkansas, very, very poor. So Arkansas, 22 and a half percent of their points, ninth highest in the NCAA, uh, are come from free throws. Vermont is 17th in the country in free throw attempt to field goal attempts. So they're 17th. They have the, 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 the least amount of free throw attempts, 17th least amount of free throw attempts compared to shots of anybody. So if Arkansas is relying so heavily on getting sh- points from the free throw line, I don't think they're going to be able to rely that much on that against Vermont if Vermont's not going to be fouling. Now, the only caveat to say, I, I think Arkansas is easily going to be the most athletic team that Vermont has probably seen all year. So that is... The, I, I think one of the probably the problems with my argument, but then when it comes to then three point, if you're not getting that from the free throw line, where are you going to get that? Vermont's defense, oh, as you said, only 14 percent of the time from free three throws, 336 in the country, 35.1 percent of the points given up from three, 50 second in the country. So their biggest, like most of the points they give up are from three. They'll let you shoot, they'll back off, and they don't foul. Arkansas is 30.7% as a team from three, which is 313th in the country. That's so basically bad. to See, pack okay. all those numbers in, Arkansas needs – they Arkansas relies on free throws. Vermont doesn't foul. 
Vermont um, gives up a lot of threes and, and that's what their, their weakness is. But Arkansas is 313th in the country in shooting threes. So it's like a weird puzzle piece to me. I don't want to pick Vermont, but when I get all goodwill hunting right now and I see yeah, numbers see going numbers. different ways that lines up the way it does, it, it scares me a little bit. And I don't know what the line is on this. Hey, you help. The line you, is pretty close. You helped me with my UConn pick, though. I didn't know Arkansas was that bad at, at shooting threes. So thank you for my UConn pick. That, so, um, and that's the thing. I, 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 it's tough. Like, that's the one, one team. I think Illinois and Arkansas are the two teams for me that I think could either lose first round or could go all the way to the final four. I, I have obviously more confidence that Illinois would go to the final four than, than because of their bracket. But for me, it's just something with Vermont and John Becker and, and the way that that, that lines up um, that I'm going Vermont. Okay, that's our first difference first uh, so far. So let's go to um, Alabama versus Rutgers Notre Dame. So, oh man, I was staring at Texas Tech. That just threw me off. Um, I got I have Alabama here beating whoever wins Rutgers Notre Dame. I have Rutgers. Um, I just think I actually don't think it's an advantage to play the play-in game now. Some people would could argue like, hey, you get some rhythm, you win one already, you kind of like get those jitters out. Um, I just think rest right now is more important than like competence or playing or winning uh, like one game. So I, I have Alabama here. Um, what do you have? So for me, it's almost I actually went Rutgers and I, it was it's really tough for me to do this as well. Um, just be, we talked about this on yesterday's episode, they're playing. So Rutgers is playing, uh, tomorrow at like their games at nine, 10. Um, I'm pretty yeah. sure then uh, their games at nine, 10 on Wednesday night. Um, then they have to, if they win, I think this one, they go to the West. Basically they've got a 36 hour turnaround, not even a 48 hour turnaround. It's almost like a 36 hour turnaround then travel and go. So I don't like that, but I think if any team can do it, Rutgers is a team that's going to muck it up. And, and can but once again it i come back to if you look at rutgers defense where's their hole? their defense 61 or 30 their biggest weakness is giving up threes they get 35 percent of the points they give up which is 61st in the country are from threes and you look at alabama what is alabama's weakness um is is shooting threes it's they they're 305th in the country 30.8 percent three-point percentage and it's this weird i hate it especially because it matches up but those are the two matchups I just looked at right off the bat. They can't so, shoot. So here's listen. I think I'm I think I'm getting my first sharpie. Uh, Alabama, their last three games of the year, lost to Texas AM, lost to LSU without a coach. Well, he maybe he wasn't fired yet. And <laughs> lost to Vanderbilt. I mean, that's brutal. That's a horrific way. And I'm big on this is why I'm not big on Duke going far. I'm big on how you end your season. I, yep. I truly think that matters. Um, so I'm switching it, man. I'm going Rutgers over Bama. You convinced me. That's it. I like it. I like it. And that, and the only thing I will say that everyone says it's, it's, you have the advantage as a play in team because that like Alabama doesn't know who they're scouting for us or they have to scout for both. Sure. And uh, the teams, sure. and that's supposed to be advantage. And obviously Rutgers and Notre Dame, they, they do both play very different styles of basketball, but the one thing I, I just think if, if Alabama does not get off to a good start and Rutgers and Gilly and can hold on, stay tight. 
the teams that can't shoot that are not good three point shooting teams scare me because yeah. if you have to start jacking to get yourself back in the game and you're not a consistent three point shooting team, not that's good. what scares me. So I, I, that's, if anything that I give a little edge to teams, it's I'll give teams if they're a good three point shooting defense. Um, and then also, and against teams that are not good three point shooting offenses. So, yeah. Um, so those are my yeah two, two little bigger ones there. That's fair. All right, let's go to Texas Tech. Um, it pains me to talk about them. Uh, spoiler alert, I have them beating Duke. Um, it's the number one defense in the country, um, period. Just hard stop. That should uh, sell you enough. Um, I assume you have the same, unless you're going Montana. <laughs> no, I, I do. Mark Adams, I got to give him a lot of credit. They've had an awesome year. I mean, every the only team, only loss – They've only losses they've had to non-tournament teams this year was the Oklahoma, which is just barely missed it. And, and to Iowa um, State? No, Iowa State's no, in. No, Iowa State. Kansas, Kansas State. They lost Kansas to Kansas State, State on the road. Yeah. Um, but That's they're, right. I mean, they have number one defense. And I like, I mean, they're not, I say they're undersized, but I mean, they can all their guys can pretty much switch. They can play a lot of different ways. Like Santos Silva is an undersized big, but they, I mean. They're a type of team, you're right, that and we'll get to it, can give Duke fits. Um, mm-hmm. But, I, yeah, I, I think their defense um, is, is really, really solid. I, and, I, and to be honest, like Montana State, I haven't looked into that deep. I think Montana State is supposed to be pretty solid. I mean, they, 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 it looks like they get to the line a lot. I've heard good things about them. But I think at the end of the day, um, I got a lot of faith in, in the Red Raiders. Okay. Um, let's go to Davidson, Michigan state. This is the, I would say the hottest 10, seven upset to pick. Although it's the most intriguing first round matchup, in my opinion, personally. Yeah. Yeah, I I would agree with you. Um, I, I have Davidson. I basically got convinced into it. I originally was thinking, I I think I just wanted to see Izzo versus K, you know, it was just, again, heart picks. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I think it'll be Davidson. I mean, where are, did you pick that upset as well? Where you I, I picked Davidson almost because I think like K versus Izzo is almost too good to be true in a way. Um, the I like I, I mean Davidson shoots the ball really really well. They're eighth in the country in three point percentage. Um, Michigan State they I mean they defend it pretty well. They're, they're I, I don't think it's a a clear runaway matchup. It's the Foster Lawyer game for people that don't know. I mean the story there. Foster Lawyer went to Michigan State for. But two years, maybe I think he was two years at Michigan State. Um, trans, no, three years at Michigan State. Um, transfers to Davidson. He's their leading scorer. Um, and but Sam Meninga is really, really good. Uh, and Brogovich as well for Davidson. And I, I sent a text to the fam um, and Jacob Bears at, at, at George Mason. I said, "Are they legit?" And he sent me back. He goes, "I have them. I have Davidson in the Sweet 16." So that was that was the uh, Jacob. That let me I, I pulled the trigger on that just from there. I, Wait a minute, I but think, let's let me let me play devil's advocate here. It literally yeah. the blue devil's advocate. Um number eleven offense, number a hundred, they're hundred and fifty second in the country on defense. Yep. So like we always keep coming back to that. Now we're not trying to pick a national championship in the in the first round, but again. Why will a team win? Well, th- no one on Davidson is stopping Paolo, right? Like Duke is big. They're physical. They get to the rim. What are they doing with Mark Williams? I have no idea, um, which is why I have Duke going to the Sweet 16. But, you know. I do have – I have Duke as well. The only thing, and, we'll, and we might as well touch on now while we're saying – obviously we have Duke moving forward. They do have 
152nd defense, but you look at point distribution as again, that by far heavily Davidson 37.2% of the points, which is 27th in the country amount of points they give up are from three. They're 322nd in two point distribution as a defense. So they don't get most of the points they give up aren't coming from two. Most of them are from three. And for me, then it is, it's, is, can Duke, is Duke going to be able to shoot? I, I have confidence, obviously. I think Duke does win, but I do think it, it's a really, really interesting matchup because they're very similar to Virginia Tech. I mean, they're yeah. literally, I mean, Virginia Tech just gave Duke fits in the way they switched. And it, it's, can they get Mark Williams off the floor? Can they dare Duke to shoot enough threes? Um, can Duke we'll, adjust we'll defensively? Um, all right, let's jump back up. Uh, Gonzaga, Boise State, both Gonzaga. Yep, easy. Okay, uh, UConn, Arkansas. I'm sticking with UConn. I have UConn. Over, I had Vermont, but I, I I have UConn getting through. Oh yeah, I think. that's right. That's right. That's I, right. It's I, I just like Danny Hurley putting a Sweet Sixteen banner in in stores. Um, yep. I, I, it's more of a storyline thing. I think of a pick for me. So I have Texas Tech and Rutgers. Is that the same for you? I have Texas. Yep. Um, I have Texas Tech. Uh, over Beating over Rutgers. Rutgers. Over Rutgers, um, I think the D, that'll be a, a that maybe a fifty-five to fifty game, but yeah. I, I like I like Texas Tech a lot and I like their defense. Um, do I have Texas Tech beating Duke strictly because of defense? Um, Duke doesn't play any, and Texas Tech is the best in the country, so that's going to be brutal for them. Just like to go on record that I have more faith in the Duke Blue Devils, yeah, hundred percent, than Paul O'Connor. What did I say four months ago? When no, they lost, no. they lost the. I think that when they lost to Ohio State, when they were like six and zero. No, that was too early. I don't know. Whenever in the ACC, their first ACC loss, I was like, it is going to absolutely kill my soul when this team loses in the Sweet Sixteen, and here we are. Um, my, I think the, also, the only question is who who is it besides besides Jeremy Roach? You said it all comes down to Jeremy Roach, Wendell, and, Wendell and Jeremy, Wendell and Jeremy. I have confidence in Wendell. See, I have more I confidence, have in confidence in Jeremy. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm the opposite. I'm the opposite. Really. Yeah. Interesting. I'm the right. opposite. All right. So I got Texas Tech, Gonzaga in the Elite Eight, and I have Gonzaga going to the Final Four. They're just too I have good. Gonz- man. I have Gonzaga Duke, a little rematch, and I have Gonzaga. I have the torch being passed from the East Coast Catholic School to the West Coast Catholic School. Uh, Mark Few goes back to the Final Four. Um, and honestly, like I said, I wanted to pick da- Duke losing in South Carolina uh, in Greenville to Davidson. Um, but I, I, I mentioned on the last episode, I could not sit here if they won and watch Duke being in the elite eight and look back and say, Nope, I, 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 why did I do that? They're the most talented team maybe in the country. It's just a matter of what are they going to do defensively? Are they going to be able to make shots? Can you trust Wendell? Can you trust Jeremy Roach? Yep. Um, all right. We both have Gonzaga. Let's go to the East uh, Baylor. You know, that one's easy. Let's, let's skip to North Carolina Marquette. I am picking Marquette out of spite. Period. Out of spite. Um, and and look, I I I truly don't think North Carolina is all that good. Um, you know, Baycott, uh, solid. You know, obviously a beast down low, great rebounder, can score it. It really depends on what Caleb Love, like which Caleb Love shows up. Um, the one that showed up the first game against Duke, I mean, they're going to lose the Marquette by twenty. If it's the second game against Duke, they got a shot for sure. Yep, I, and I, I can see this honestly going either way. What the numbers that put it over to me, Marquette, 306th in offensive rebounding percentage defense. They give up a lot of offensive rebounds. 
and I can see Baycott just eating. I can honestly see Baycott having a 28 and 20 game. Like I'm not even kidding with that. And, and the only other thing that stood out to me about Marquette, great job. Shaka's done year one, getting it back to the tournament. They're 349th in the country in experience. They are not, Ooh, I, I think that's a sneaky one. That is um, Marquette. Just I, as much as I, I like them, I think they can easily win and they play at a really, really fast pace, at least on offense. It's actually really interesting. Marquette's pace, fifth quickest offensive pace, 321st defensive. So like they want to move. And I, I yeah. part of me, I think that kind of plays a little bit into, um, into, into UNC's hand. The problem is they're just so poor on the glass. Offensive rebounding percentage themselves, as well as just defensive rebounding percentage, they give up a ton. And that's just where I think that uh, that Baycott can eat. Um, but I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised. They're just they literally if you look, um, the only thing that is since February 12th, they've alternated winning and losing basically every game. Lost to Butler, beat Georgetown. Lost to Creighton, beat Butler. Lost to DePaul, beat St. John's. Lost to Creighton, they beat UNC. But it's 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 hard to tell what you're getting from Marquette. Um, so that's why I'm going UNC. Okay. So we differ there. Let's go St. Mary's, uh, Wyoming, Indiana. Um, I had Wyoming. You had Indiana. I have St. Mary's winning either way. Yeah, I, I have Indiana. Just be, I, And once again, I don't like the travel, but I, I'm, I'm doubling down on the team that has the confidence winning the playing game. And I really, really like um, I really like Trace, Trace Jackson Davis. So uh, I don't yeah. feel confident about it. I don't feel confident about it at all, um, but I, I, I do like um, I, I do like that team. Here's a reason to not pick St. Mary's, even though I'm sticking with them. Lost to Wisconsin, lost to Colorado State, lost to San Diego State, lost to BYU. Um, they lost to Gonzaga twice and Santa Clara once. An unbelievable year, 25 and seven. But you know the the tournament teams that they're playing, they're losing to. Um, they did beat Yale. Uh, they did beat Notre Dame. They did beat San Fran. So actually they swept San Fran. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's a toss up, but I, I got St. Mary's. Um, all right, let's, let's skip to UCLA versus John Gross, Akron, the zips. Uh, I have UCLA here. Johnny Juzang is going to put up 22 easy. Um, I mean, you, you know, I just think UCLA is too good. I think Akron it's the beginning had, of the UCLA revenge tour. It really is. Yeah, I think so too. I, uh, yeah, yeah. I think we're on the same page there. Um, Akron 24, nine, hell of a year, obviously had a crazy run, uh, in the Mac tournament, which I don't think people necessarily saw. I think probably people thought Ohio or Kent would get it done. Um, but here we are. Or Toledo, <laughs> like Toledo. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Toledo's <laughs> the biggest shot or, or the best, but the only thing I'll give John Gross credit three tournaments with three different teams. Um, and the only yeah. thing I will say, uh, and I, I love UCLA. I don't think they have, I don't think they have an issue. Um, John Gross, and he's been to three tournaments, two with Ohio, one with Illinois. He's won at least one game in every single one of those tournaments. Pretty impressive, to be honest. You have four wins in three tournaments. And, and you've got one. Of his, I mean, no doubt. It's an underrated, it's an underrated uh, achievement, but no doubt. Um, yeah, it'll be it'll be really interesting to see. I, I just I really like UCLA and especially and we'll talk about this, I think, when we get to probably these next rounds with them. We talk about the teams, good offense, good defense, UCLA, 15th in offense, 12th in defense. They're well-rounded. They're well-coached. You know, I don't really like Mick Cronin. They don't turn the ball over. 
they literally have all the characteristics and they've been there. They have all the characteristics of a team I love and Juzang, Bernard, Hawkes, Tiger Campbell. They've all been there. Um, it, it, it's, I, I like UCLA a lot. Um, all right. So we're both on the same page there. T- you know, listen, man, you're going to have to convince me to pick Texas here. I have Virginia tech again, how you finish the season. You know, they win the ACC tournament, beat Clemson, Notre Dame, Carolina, and Duke. Um, can't really have a better run than that. Uh, Ken Palm has them losing by one to Texas. I have them winning. Their offense is 18th in the country. Um, I don't think, te- I don't think many people have an answer for Aluma. So I'm, I'm, I'm riding with him. I've been as hard as anybody on I know you Virginia Tech. <laughs> I know. I've been as hard as anybody. I have them in the Sweet 16. Like, I, it, it sucks. Oh, like, uh, you got to be. I don't want to do this. And there's a couple of reasons. Like, they are playing with so much confidence. Yes. They're the third best three point shooting team. They, the, the difference is, too, they have the post presence in Aluma. I, I think he's one of the best post players in the country, but he can also spread it out. He can pull guys away from the rim. Um, Couture and Storm Murphy are playing with utmost confidence. Justin Mutz gives you like toughness and physicality. I hate right now what I sound like. I'm listening to myself in my head. I hate that I'm literally my problem with Virginia Tech this whole time was they had not beaten anybody of relevance until the tournament. Like honestly, they the only team they beat in the regular season that was a tournament team, they beat Miami on the road, they beat Notre Dame at home. I guess they Cornell made the turn. No, Cornell did not make. Sorry, that's Colgate. No. That's it. They had two wins over tournament teams, and yeah. and so that was my whole argument was maybe Ken Palm knew much better, but it, it turned out then they they beat Clemson in overtime. The crazy thing is that game, that Clemson game going to over, they won on basically on a buzzer beater three in overtime. Could have easily been done then. They're right to the NIT. We're not even talking about them. Yeah, but it would have been build, awesome. They beat Notre Dame. They beat North Carolina. They beat Duke, and they're just playing with so much confidence. Um, and the wild thing, and we talk, I don't know if we talked about this yesterday, they're playing with four SOCON guys. They're playing with literally two guys that played and transferred from Wofford, one guy that was signed to Wofford, and then another that was a transfer from High Point. So the fact that they're able to do this, uh, credit to Mike um, and, and Virginia Tech, but, and I got them over Texas. Okay. Um, Purdue, Yale. Uh, I got Jaden Ivey. Purdue. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) This one doesn't necessarily. I mean, this is one where I think the bigs, like the the bigs do establish themselves. I think that Purdue and, and and I think Edie, um, I think Travion, like they, they, I don't see them being able, I can't see Yale being able to really wall up and, and, and get um, the stops they need to on, on the defensive end. So I like Purdue there. Uh, Murray state San Fran. People were very upset about this matchup thought uh, each team deserved to play a lesser opponent, if you will. Uh, both teams are very, very good. You, here, how about this for a stat? Uh, Murray State hasn't lost since December 22nd. <laughs> I mean, 30-2 and two is a hell of a year. Um, I got Murray yeah. State, man. They're 35th yeah. on offense, 40th on defense. Uh, that's better than UConn. Um, now, look, I understand, you know, they're beating Belmont and Tennessee Martin and Austin P, and not, you know, Providence and – uh, you know, at Seton Hall, everybody else in the Big East. But I got Murray State. Um, I actually think a trendy, ballsy pick is to pick this winner to beat UK. Um, I, that That's a trendy one. I'm not doing it, but that's a trendy one. Totally. I, I think um, for me, and I said, I, I, I wanted to lean San Francisco. I like the way they play. 
all in one stat. I, I got to give you that stands out to me. San Francisco, 38th in the country in three-point attempts to field goal attempts. So 44.4% of their shots come from three. Murray State, 24th in the country in three-point defense. See, I like the, I like the three point. I like the three point defense being able to hold better than offense. That takes the volume. Yeah, it's it, yeah. It, it relies on the volume of threes. If you have a great three point defense, I, I really like it. So I'm going Murray State. All right. Um, all right. So let's go back up. I got Baylor beating Marquette. I believe you have Carolina beating Marquette. I have. Do you have Baylor beating Carolina? I've got the Tar Heels. Oh my. God, bro. This is almost a hedge your happiness region for me because obviously, as I mentioned, I have Virginia Tech and North Carolina in the same region going to Sweet 16. Um, wow. The only reason for me, the only reason, I don't know why, I just have these weird flashbacks of 20, what was that, I guess, 2017 Villanova? What was the year in between? Um, was the year in between championships for them. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it would have been, and and it was seventeen was Carolina. Yep. So 16, 17, eighteen was Nova. Seventeen, they lost in the second round. They beat Mount Mount Mary's. They they were a were they a two seed? Yeah. Um, and they lost they they lost to Wisconsin in the second round, and they were a team. I mean, they were third on offense, twelfth on defense. I think it's just so hard to repeat and to build on the expectations. I think UNC, if they're focused and Caleb Love is on. They're, they're, they're as talented as anybody and can be. And I just like, for whatever reason, it's like a gut feeling. I don't have any numbers really backing it up. Um, but I like North Carolina to be able to kind of stun them and almost like, I don't want to say Hubert would luck his way into a Sweet 16, but I can kind of see it. Like, it, it, it really hasn't gone. Nightmare. No one expected them. No one expected them to beat Duke and Cameron. No yeah. one's expecting them to be a Sweet 16 team. They're on the bubble a couple of weeks ago, and I, and I think Baylor. It's it's an expectation. It's a it's a it's a following expectations. That's hard on me. I could be completely wrong, but I and and yeah. it's also hedging my happiness. So I got North Carolina. Um, and All right, you, so you have St. Mary's, UCLA. Who do you have winning that one? UCLA. I do as well. I All right, UCLA. so you have Carolina, UCLA. We got yeah. This is the blue blood bracket here. I mean, oh, the yeah. fact that Carolina, UCLA, and Kentucky are all in it. Um, all right, so I have Baylor, UCLA. You have Carolina, UCLA. I have Purdue beating Virginia Tech. You have Virginia Tech beating Purdue. I have this Kentucky. This is what I feel confident about. I feel more confident about Virginia Tech beating Purdue than I do Virginia Tech beating Texas. I don't know, man. Look, they have Williams and Ivy to try and figure out Aluma, and they don't. Virginia Tech doesn't have an answer for Ivy, so I I'm, I don't I think gotta that they can get... keep them on the floor defensively. Yeah. If they spread them out, how I don't think that either Trayvon or Edie, I don't think Tra, they they can't play together. And well, that, that's, I don't think that. Yeah. That's a good point. Can, can they can they sit one of them in the lane when Tech literally can play five around? Like yeah, they and can that's space everything. That's the only thing. Like basically what what Virginia Tech did to Duke with Mark Williams, I think yeah. it is even heightened with Purdue. Not yeah. trying to change your mind I, by any means, but that's like. I, I yeah. just have these flashbacks of that game. I think I, I hate the matchup for Purdue. Um, I think in another, if they were in another region, I probably might even have them in the final four, but I, I think Virginia tech just poses that matchup problem. And especially on a short scout, that's what did it for me. Yeah. Purdue has one day to prep for Virginia tech. 
and to get those guys to really figure out what they're doing on defensive coverages uh, is hard. So that's why I like, I like Virginia tech. Um, all right. I have Kentucky. Yep. Right. Same yep, here. You too. Okay. So I have Kentucky beating Purdue. I have Kentucky beating Virginia tech. All so right. And then I have Kentucky in lead eight. And then I have UCLA beating Baylor. I have UCLA beating North Carolina. And then, I, and then I got Kentucky beating UCLA. I do. I do as well. It really hurt. Like, I kind of went into this of like, hey, Kentucky is almost an automatic Final Four team for me, no matter where their bracket, uh, what, where their bracket is. I really, really wanted to put UCLA in the Final Four. I, I like their balance. But, um, and then I like Kentucky being able to get back to New Orleans. It's something about that too. I know. It's tough. All right, so we both have Gonzaga, Kentucky in the Final Four. Gonzaga, Kentucky, yep. All right, let's go south. Uh, Arizona over Wright State, Bryant. We both got that. Um, let's skip to Seton Hall, TCU. I have Seton Hall. Um, interesting year they had. Uh, finished the regular season really well. Beat Georgetown in the first round of the Big East tournament and then lose to UConn. So, you know, not a not a – bad loss by any means um you know they finished 21 and 10 tcu 20 and 12 what do you have here the only and i looked at this i i didn't i don't feel great either way uh, i was looking for one thing to stand out to me um the only thing i'm scared of tcu's free throw shooting percentage but number one in the country in offensive rebounding percentage number one and in seton hall 225th and giving up offensive rebounds so 38% hmm. offensive rebounding percentage. I just think TCU might be able to create enough opportunity, extra opportunities for themselves um, that to get Pat, like Seton Hall, their defense is better than their offense, but if they can get extra opportunities right there at the glass, get some putbacks, um, neither team's a great three-point shooting team. Neither team are great offensive teams at all, but I do think the offensive rebounds is just what gave me the edge on, on TCU. All right. So that we differ there. Let's go Houston UAB, another trendy 12-5, although I don't think it should be. Houston is 10th in the country offensively, 11th defensively. Don't know if you're going to get better than that in terms of being close uh, to the number for O and D. Um, I have Houston making a decent little run. I got Houston here. Um, I think they're too good. I've got UAB. We're all UAB. right. Here we go. This I, I went UAB. Great three-point shooting team, ninth in the country is UAB. Jordan Walker, like I, I just see it's the Jordan, it's the Jelly Walker. I can see yeah. like the newspapers, I can see the people talking. Um, I, I like that um, from from their standpoint. Um, the only thing, like Houston, are they healthy? Are they like they all the metrics? Like, they're great, and and I said I I completely this was a hard one for me to pick because I think kelvin sampson has done an unbelievable job especially in the tournament recently won a lot of games over the past few years um for me it was i i, I can just see um something about uab something about that 512 and being able to have a guy that that can go get a bucket up and down the floor and and it's jordan walker and so that's why i went uh, i went that way but all right um two different um illinois chattanooga i have <laughs> illinois um, maybe you're rocking with the mocks. Um, I don't think they have an answer for Kofi. Um, Trent Frazier's playing well. I, I don't, I just don't see it with, with Chattanooga. I got Illinois here. This is my hardest pick of the entire bracket. I don't know if I told you this is my hardest selection. I went Illinois. My heart says 
Chattanooga. I don't think you're right in saying they don't have a body. You know who they have on their team. They have the ultimate bad guy. What? Sylvia D'Souza. Sylvia D'Souza of Listen, Kansas fame on Chattanooga. Here's, here's, here's why I say they don't have an answer for Coburn, because no one in the Big Ten has an answer for Coburn. So, I mean, if the Big Ten doesn't have it, you know. If I'm I confident this, Kobe's bracket gonna... because I can't afford to have Illinois lose first round and like they could easily be a final four, they could easily be a national championship team. Because I cannot afford to miss out on all that from the jump. I had to pick I had to pick Illinois. Um, but if I were if if gambling were legal in North Carolina, I would put a nice little money line wager on the box and and shout our guy David McKinley. Um 10 years to the day he was dancing as an Ohio Bob. I do like Chattanooga, but I had to pick Illinois for the bracket sake. All right. Um, Colorado state, Michigan. Uh, I have Colorado state. I don't think Michigan's good. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I don't uh, either. I, I it's tough. I mean, they're great offensively. They take care of the ball. They have a small ball lineup. Like Roddy is awesome. The only thing that scares me they're they are, they're, they're a six seed. That's the underdog. Like Michigan's favored by like three and a half in Vegas right now. Ken Palm's got them winning. And it's and, hey, listen, don't listen to in Vegas. Indianapolis. They're playing in Indianapolis. It's only, but I, I don't know. Nico Medved's a really good coach. They play small, they can space it out. I like Colorado State. The only thing that scares me, and if people saw this, I sent this to you this morning. Their private jet, they NCAA didn't tell them when they were leaving or because the NCAA takes care of all the charters and everything did yeah. not tell them when they were leaving until nine 30 local time last night or no 11 local time. And they had to leave at nine o'clock. So if your players are like, you just wake everyone up. Hey, we're leaving at 9. AM. Like that's the only thing that I, I don't really like. I like the haphazardness, but as a team, I, I'm a big fan. Okay. We both have Colorado state, um, Tennessee Longwood. I have Tennessee. I think this one's, I know Longwood can shoot the three, but Tennessee is the third best defense in the country. Very good defensive team. Um, and it's a bad t- if long, if I grew up and spent my entire life in Virginia and I still don't know where Farmville, Virginia is, I'm not going to pick you in my bracket. Bro. Yeah. If you asked me where Longwood was, I would have said Indiana. It's Farmville, Virginia. Farmville. Like we got to change that name. Straight off Facebook, bro. Straight off your like. Remember that gate? Oh my God! What what a throwback that was. Farmville, the pride of Facebook, the Longwood Lancers from Farmville, Virginia. Um. All right. So we both have Tennessee there. Ohio State, Loyola. Um, I'm interested to hear this from you. I want to hear. I mean, I think you know where I'm at. I got Loyola. Um. I I think you would. I yeah. (laughs) This is way more of a uh, of a heart slash. I hate. Ohio State pick than it is anything analytical. Um, I will say, coming back to how teams finish, Loyola wins the tournament, you know, wins yep. five of their last six. Yep. Um, Ken Palm does have them winning. Yep. You know, Loyola Yeah. I have Loyola. The only thing I like Ohio State having the best player on the court. I like having yep. EJ Liddell. They're probably the most talented team. One, one, one staffer in Loyola, Chicago, they're 38% from three as a team. Pretty incredible number, to be honest. That's 16th in the country. Ohio State, 34% three-point defense, 204th in the country. So not a strong suit defending the three. I think Loyola, Chicago, and Loyola, Chicago takes a ton of threes. 43.1% of their field goal attempts are from three, 52nd in the country. So they take a lot of threes. They make a lot of threes, more than all but 15 teams in the country. 
Ohio State's not great at defending the three. That's why I like Loyola Chicago. That's I like that too. Um, all right, Villanova, Delaware. Ah, I wanted to do it. I wanted to do it for the fighting Danny O's, the ponytail. Go blue hens, man. Go blue the, hens. You know, I mean, we listen, this is we've been doing this for five years. He's been there for five years. We've been rooting for Delaware to get in this entire time. Um, couldn't be happier for him. Uh, I want Dylan Painter. I mean, you know, Villanova transfer Dylan Painter. Yeah. Awesome. Cool story there. Yep. Um, he tweeted right away. He was like, it all comes full circle, like seeing the dance. Do you think this is just a product of the transfer portal? Or do you think, because we have two matchups we've got yeah. like, of guys transferring against their old schools. We've got Michigan state Davidson and we've got Villanova, Delaware. Is that like the committee just having a little, not a sense uh, of humor, or is that just, where I think are? that's too, I think that's too hard for the committee to pull off, but you know, Maybe they thought about it. Um, either way, uh, you know, I, I, I got Villanova here. Yeah. Justin um, Moore, I do as Gillespie. Well. I do as just, well. Yeah, too good. Um, all right, let's go back to the top. Uh, you have TCU. I have Seton Hall. Either way, I have Arizona. Yep, Arizona. Yep. Okay. Uh, you have UAB. I have Houston. Um, I, we both have Illinois. I have Houston. Moving on. I have UAB uh, in Illinois. I have Illinois beating UAB. Ooh, yeah. So that's going to be a big red mark for one of us. Um, Colorado State versus Tennessee. I have Tennessee. So Colorado State, I think. Ooh, okay. It's I one like of those that. weird ones where it's like the team, the team, it's almost like too hot. It's it's not too hot. It's like Tennessee, have they, did they peak in the SEC tournament? Can they keep sustaining that? They and should be a two like seed, man. That's all I can counter argument. Saying. I mean, Tennessee, I like them. I, and I think what they do offensively is great. I can also see them, um, oh, yeah, peaking like a little bit too early. They haven't lost. Like I said I, I, you, it's a it's it sucks because we use that counter argument. You, you want to see teams that are hot getting in. They haven't lost since February nineteenth, and that's the only game they lost in the month of February. Um, but I like Colorado State. I like Roddy, and I have Colorado State moving on. Okay, um, Nova Loyola. I have I got the Nova Nation. Nova okay. Nation. Nova Nation. Let's go back up top. Arizona versus Houston. I have Arizona. I have uh, I have Illinois over Arizona. Ooh. And see, this is what I'm telling you, man. And I and I and this is what I'm telling you of why I told you it's the hard the hardest pick for me was Chattanooga, Illinois, because I wanted to pick Chattanooga, but I also, for whatever reason, in the back of my mind, it's one of those things. It's all maybe it's because Virginia losing to UMBC and winning the national title. It's the year after, like you're, you had these high, high expectations for Illinois last year. A lot of people had them winning the championship and they faltered. And then it's almost like the next year they, they, they go further. Like Virginia in 1983, Ralph Sampson senior year, they get bounced by NC state the year after he graduates, they go to the final four. And it's this weird thing for me, for me, it's like a heart, not a heart pick, but the, I don't really know. And the only thing that scares me about Arizona is if you saw the picture of Kirk Ariza's ankle. That thing looked disgusting. And I, I, I've sprained my ankle and broke my foot, looked very similar to that, and it took a while to get back. I just don't know how he's going to be able to be even 75% the way his ankle looks right now. So that, that scares me. Ho I hopefully like Arizona. They, hopefully but, they rest him in game one, right? Like he, he probably doesn't need to play all that much. But, yeah, no, no that's a good point. All right, so you got Illinois in the Elite got Illinois. Eight. Uh, I have Villanova, Tennessee. I have Tennessee beating Villanova. Really? Okay. We are completely yeah. different in the South because I got bracket. Nova. I've okay. got Nova. So it gives me a Nova, Illinois matchup. 
Nova, Illinois. And honestly, in my head right now, I'm still 50-50 on this. Like, I could – I'm not a type of person to do this. Like, I, I could flip and go to, and put Illinois in there. I have Villanova just because I think – To the final four, right, you're saying? To, yep, to get okay. to the final four. I have Villanova beating Illinois to get to the final four just because I trust it right. And the final thing that put me over the edge, we talked about them not getting into um, the East region and not being able to play in Philly. They're playing in San Antonio. What happened last time there in San Antonio? They won the national championship. Colin Gillespie goes back to San Antonio. They win again. I have them going to the final four. I don't love right. it. I really don't love it. I went back and forth on this a million times. All right. But that's all right, where we all are. All right. um, I got Arizona beating Tennessee. So you have Villanova coming all out. Right. This is our first difference in the final four. We have two different elite eights and basically different sweet 16s. But um, all right. We're different there. Let's I will say I first picked Arizona, then I changed to Illinois, then I changed to Villanova. So that's where we are. Okay. Um, let's go to the Midwest. Uh, Kansas, we both have that. Let's Easy. go to San Diego State, Creighton. This is where I get weird with it. Um, okay. And you'll see when we get to the uh, Sweet 16, but I have San Diego State over Creighton. I do as well. The only thing that I, I wanted to point out on this matchup, everyone, th- when you think Creighton, I think you think great three-point shooting teams space it out. That's what they've been historically. I mean, if you go back in 2020, they had the sixth-best three-point shooting team in the country, 38.7%. Last year, 36.1%, 62 in the country. This year, 314th. They shoot 30.7%. They're great, and they're hot, and they've won. Like they, They've had a great run, but it's not – I think people are thinking, oh, they're hot, and they're a great three-point shooting team. They're going to ride that. They're not. They rely on twos, and they rely on their defense. They have the 124th best offense, but San Diego State has the second best defense, and they play at an absolute glacier pace on that end. So I don't think that they're going to be able – how long those possessions are going to be, and if they can't get – bail, if Creighton can't be bailed out by threes, it's it's tough. Yeah, I'm right there with you. That's why I got San Diego State, number two defense in the country. I mean, you know, enough said. Um, Iowa-Richmond. I mean, we beat this to death yesterday. Um, I'm, I, again, how you enter the tournament matters, in my opinion. Iowa, one of the hottest teams in the country. I know Richmond's really good. I got Iowa beating them. I do, too. Uh, shout out Richmond. I mean, it was not as a long shot, but great little tournament run. Um Shout Grant Golden, six-year senior um, from from Winchester, Virginia, but I have uh, I have Iowa as hot as anybody. Okay, um, Providence. This is going to be brutal. Providence, South Dakota State. I basically was convinced yesterday to not pick Providence. Um, I I I literally wrote them down. That was my first team I wrote down when I filled out the bracket, even before Duke. I was like, yeah, let me just put them down. Um, they're the cardiac kids, you know, I mean, they, they've won more close games this year than any other team in the country. Um, really, really, really bad loss to end the season. Uh, I mean, get demoralized by Creighton, um, you know, had to go wire to wire to beat Butler in the first round of the big East tournament. You know, they're a weird team. Um, Nate Watson, very good. Jared Bynum, this sneaky little guard that just kind of gets it done. Reeves can shoot it. Horkler is just classic. I mean, just, you know, just this – there's jokes going around in some group chats I'm in that, like, Cooley is best when he's got a stretch four that can shoot it. Uh, yeah. And, you know, that that may not be wrong. 
Um, but either way, I basically was convinced yesterday that South Dakota State shoots the three so well, and Providence defends the three. Forty-four point two percent from three. South Dakota yeah. State shoots it. And yesterday, you know, then in Providence's what six five losses, uh, they've given up forty percent or more from three. Um, so it seems like a recipe for disaster. I guess I'm going to stick with South Dakota State. That pains wow. me to do, but I'm going to stick with them. I thought I was going to have to make that. Like, I, I have South Dakota State, and it hurt me to do it. I love Cooley. I love this Providence team. I love the way they play. I know. The only, you brought up a great point. I mean, they have the number one effective field goal percentage, number one three-point shooting team, 10th best two-point shooting percentage team. The only thing I will say is, like, Justin Manaya is going to be the, so the key good. there. He's going to be the key there because he's their stopper on defense. If they can get, if they can put him on some guys and are able to slow them down. The one thing I'm not sure if you looked at, and we go, I feel like this has been the theme of this episode point distribution. Providence's offense, 21st in the country, and uh, 21.8% of their points come from the free throw line. So heavily, yeah. heavily Al rely Durham, on the free throw dude. line as well. Al Durham gets to that. Gets line. the line. San, San, or excuse me, South Dakota State's defense, while they're not good, they're 220th defense, thir- they're 350th in free throw point distribution defense. Hmm. Eighth in the country in free throw attempts to field goal attempts. So they don't foul. Now, are they going to, Providence can maybe get easy buckets that maybe they don't have to get to the line before, but it, it's one, it's like a jigsaw puzzle it, it, that I had to pick. South Dakota State, and just for a what is it? That's a it's a four thirteen matchup. Yep. When Ken Palm has a four thirteen matchup as a two point game, it really scares me. Yep, no doubt. Um, all right, LSU Iowa State. I have Iowa State for basically the the main reason is that LSU doesn't have a head coach. Um, now maybe LSU rallies around that fact. I don't know what you really rally around. I mean, your coach was fired for cheating, um, but. Again, even though I'm not a big fan of Iowa State, they they have a horrendous uh, entrance into the tournament. Three straight losses, Oklahoma State, Baylor, and Texas Tech. So, I mean, you know, all good teams, um, but tough, tough. I, I, I'm still, in my mind, I'm going back and forth in this. Yeah, the only I'm, thing I will say, this, this might be the slot. It has to be the sloppiest game of the tournament. Yeah, they, Iowa State is 300th in the country in turnover percentage, like worst. And LSU's 304th. They're both awful. Neither yeah. of them can shoot three as well. Um, LSU's defense is just really, really – they're second. In, and that's the thing. And they're both great defenses and forcing turnovers. teams, yeah. LSU forces the second-best uh, turnover percentage defense. Iowa State sixth-best. So it's just going to be up and down and up and down and up and down. Yeah. Um, and then – and honestly – and then the thing that scares me, though, with that Iowa State free-throw shooting, 68.4% as a team – LSU 73.2. I just gave them a slight edge, just free throw shooting. Um, but I, I honestly, I could see this going completely either way. I like Gabe Kausher actually being on, on Iowa state and having some experience. He won a game with Minnesota uh, a yep. few years ago over Louisville, but I, I went LSU just because of honestly that it was like a flip of a coin um, by, by free throw shooting. All right. Uh, Wisconsin Colgate. I got Wisconsin. I know. Um, it's just Johnny Davis, man. You know, yeah. like Colgate's never seen anyone that has even come close to Johnny Davis. Uh, 
I, so that's it. I don't even need and to. And I think the early exit gave, gives Wisconsin a chance to refocus and get yeah. fresh again. Yeah. Like I, I, like I, that. I know we, once again, we say like, they're not, they're, they're coming off a home loss in Nebraska and a tournament loss in Michigan state. But I actually think this is a team that actually might be better than, for them. Yep. Um, Davis, top five player easily. Maybe top three. Yeah. Uh, USC Miami. This is brutal. Um, I went back and forth originally had USC scribbled it out, put Miami. One of the main reasons, the travel, one of the main reasons Miami is, has a short trip to Greenville. Uh, USC has to come across the country. Um, you know, Charlie Moore is so underrated in the ball screens. Isaiah Wong is really, really good. They end their season with a tough loss to Duke. Um, yeah, man, I, I don't know. I, I have Miami here, but it's a toss up. I really, really like USC and especially like, but I, what, what I went back to my principles, it's guard play multiple ball handlers, not relying on one guy, whether it's Charlie Moore, whether it's Isaiah Wong, whether it's McGusty, all three of those guys can get you a bucket. All three of those guys can step out and shoot it. I love USC. I wish this wasn't a matchup, but I went with, I went with Miami that way. Okay. Um, all right, let's go back up. This is where I get weird with it. I'm assuming you went off. Yeah. You went Auburn yeah, over Jacksonville state. Oh yeah. God, I forgot. Yeah. Auburn. Gotta um, get Bruce Pearl is, is due. Yeah. Uh, I don't have him going any farther. I got San Diego State over Kansas. It's my first number one to go out. Um, wow. It's a weird we one. Have such a different bracket on the right side now. It's a weird one. Um, and to be honest with you, I feel this was the last uh, bracket that I filled out when I was filling out my bracket. And I just kept looking around like, you just don't. I mean, you got no shockers. Like, I just, you know, like I got no crazy ones. Um, and I was like, Kansas is good, but I also. They're not Kansas of old, you know, they're not super, super dominant. Um, and so I'm just riding the second best defense in the country to try and pull an upset on the number one. I like it. I mean, I, I like the thought. I just really, I really like Kansas for me. I don't know why from like with Kansas for me, the thing that I like so much, I mean, one, obviously they have six best offense, 29th best defense. Those numbers can get even better. Hopefully potentially um, Agbaji, Top five player probably in the country. So good. Christian Christian Brown for me is, is the guy. And also Remy Martin. Like Remy Martin, I don't know. It's crazy to think the dude was preseason Big 12 player of the year. And he's yeah. like their backup. Yeah. But I, I I like the guard. I, they have a guy in, in, in Agbaji. And then I think Christian Brown, I think, can just get hot. Um, and as good as San Diego State's defense is, I really I like the their, the shot making ability from Kansas there. So uh, but I don't I I don't I don't dislike your pick and i think there's sound I, 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 you went out on a limb but i i like the limb that you're on i'm uh I'm, it, the limb is gonna i went i went with north carolina you went with yeah uh, that's you true went with with san diego state so we each have we each a, have a one seat going out in the first weekend yep um it's only going to continue to get weirder here uh i have iowa over south dakota state you have that i do as well i do okay. as well wisconsin over iowa state I have Wisconsin over LSU, but yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, and then I have Auburn over Miami. Did we already talk? Did we already say that? Okay. Fighting Coach L's baby. Sweet sixteen for the Hurricanes. Oh wow. I like okay. I, and, and part of this is like I love Coach L and I hate Bruce Pearl. Once again, <laughs> I think Auburn's been super super shaky the last month. Miami, I think if they can pull Walker Kessler away, and they can get I I I just for whatever it is. And it's Walker weird because Kessler. I've watched I've watched Miami a lot, and the way they played Duke, 
is what I, I like that recipe of how they play Duke, how they play against Auburn, um, treat Jabari kind of how they treat Paolo, treat Mark Williams kind of how they treat Walker Kessler. I like Miami. I like Coach Laranega, and I have them. I have them winning. And honestly, though, I could also see USC winning too. I could see yeah. Mobley and Kessler going at. So like, I just <laughs> don't like Auburn so getting the second weekend. So. Bruce Pearl, I think, crush my I, dreams, go ahead. But I, I I just don't – I can't stand Auburn, and I can't stand the guy after the Final Four in Minneapolis and Virginia wins. And I was having a moment on the phone with my grandfather. We did it, and this stupid Auburn fan is like, you're holding the train up, and yelling me in, and, and I'll, I'll never, I'll never, ever, 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 ever cheer for yeah. Auburn basketball because of that guy. It's a hard – listen, we give hard reasons. You didn't let me reasons. have my moment. I was just trying to have a moment. All right, so we – yeah, this – I think the Midwest was the hardest to pick. It's not the hardest bracket, but it was the hardest to pick for me. Um, all right, so back up. South Dakota – or I'm sorry, uh, San Diego State versus Iowa. I have Iowa in the Elite Eight. What do you got? Kansas. I got okay. Kansas wrong, too. I like Kansas. Then Wisconsin-Auburn is what I have, and I have Jabari Smith beating Johnny Davis to go to the Elite Eight. I've got Wisconsin. I like Johnny – I like I said, oh, refreshed, refocused – um, and then, yeah, I, I like we're going to be rooting. We're going to be rooting for the left side of the bracket to all happen. And then we're on the right side. It completely flipped. Yep. So here's my weird one, man. I got Iowa beating Auburn to go to the final four Fran McCaffrey. I just didn't think you had like, I didn't think you had in you to put Fran McCaffrey. in the final four. I, I, don't, I don't dislike it. I don't dislike uh, it. I don't but, like it. I don't like but, it. So, I mean, that's kind of how I felt with the South for me, the hardest, Every single game, I think for me, it was hard picking the South Midwest. I, I, for me, I, part of me also, I just think that I think things could get crazy down there and I can see Kansas almost just kind of like rising atop and just coasting in. Yeah. And once again, for one, but same way I said with Kentucky, Kansas 2012 final four, New Orleans, I think same thing. I think they see each other on this collision course for a Kentucky, Kansas rematch in the championship. Um, well, who now, now that we get to the final four, so I, I have Kansas getting there. Okay. Um, I have Arizona. So, so you have, Oh, on that side, Arizona beats Iowa. I have Kansas over Villanova. Okay. Um, I have Kansas over Villanova. Like I said, I think Bill self I think he gets right back there. I think after all the Adidas stuff, I think he gets them back to the mountaintop. Uh, what do you have on the other side? Gonzaga beating Kentucky. I do as well. And I, once again, it man, we are spot on on the ex- left. Expectations, expectations of last year. Everyone thought Gonzaga last year was the year for Gonzaga. You know, they don't have Jalen Suggs. They have unreal shot makers. They have Drew Timmy. They have obviously maybe the biggest freak of college basketball history in Chet Holmgren. I just love, and that's the match. It's, it's Chet versus Oscar. And I, I think, the, the difference is, I think maybe if Oscar, if maybe Timmy can consume Oscar, then Chet can do some other things. I mean, I, I like Gonzaga getting back there. Um, and then so my final is Gonzaga, Kansas. What's your, your final is Gonzaga, Gonzaga Arizona, and-, and I have Benedict Matherin winning it. I got Arizona. So you've, got, you've got the, 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 the student beating the teacher. Yeah. Yeah. You have the student beating the teacher. That yeah. is impressive. I, I mean, that would be an absolute kill shot for Mark Few if Tommy uh, Lloyd in his first year got a title against yeah. him. Like, it would honestly, the storyline is I, I don't know how you recover if you're Mark Few. 
Um, but then for me, I have, yeah, I have Gonzaga getting past Kentucky. I think Kentucky's like looking, I think I can, they can see themselves looking ahead to the national championships once they get there. And I have Gonzaga getting it done over Kansas. Wow. All right. So you have the Zags winning their first ever, the DUI year. It makes sense. Dude, New can you, dude, imagine this. We, we got it. We'll end the pod this way. Drew Timmy and his mustache on Bourbon Street after winning the national championship on a balcony, throwing beads. Chet Holmgren, like Chet Holmgren looks like a float that would be on the Mardi Gras parade. Like, right, like it makes sense. It makes all sense. All right. Zags. I, got, I got Gonzaga. Uh, yeah. All right. Paul goes Arizona to win it. Ian goes Gonzaga to win it. There it is, people. Uh, the Bracket 2022 episode. Uh, we made it. We made it another year. Um, I can't believe. You know what's? You know what's unbelievable? Let's. We'll end with this, uh, just because that's on right now. It's Tuesday. It could. We Duke basketball could only have Coach K for three more days, or you know, three more weeks. But the but the floor is three days now. Do I think Duke's going to lose to Cal State Fullerton? No. Uh, but it could be over by the end of the week. It could be over. Do we get another episode? That's the question. Do we get another green light episode with Coach K? With Coach K as the head coach of Duke. Man, I want to say it. Yeah, I want to open up episode 105. Coach K still alive. Because, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But that's it. That's a wrap. That's the bracket episode. Good luck. Uh, Godspeed. You know, uh, I'm, I'm looking at it again. I'm not confident. So, you know, Virginia to win the NIT. Yes. Done. All right. We'll see you in a week. Deuces. Lately, I've been feeling like this is what I've been working towards. If you ain't trying to be the boss and tell me what you're working for. Certain doors are closed, but now they opening up. Celebrating with some shots. Maybe poke on a cup. Pulls, plus Russell's up next. And I got this. Crazy like Britney and the love so toxic. Got a wall up. I'm trying to infiltrate a conscious. Taking 12 shots like where the cops is. Come on.